This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. Thank you for choosing the Dine Local ST podcast. Visit DineLocalST.com for the latest in restaurant offerings. Here's your host, Nick Shinton. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Dine Local San Diego podcast. I'm your host, Nick Shinton. We got a great show for you planned today. Uh, got a couple new things we're going to try out. Uh, this week, we took the whole Dine Local San Diego team over to Maritalia, a new restaurant over in Coronado. So we're going to get, uh, sh- we took a lot of field recordings. So we're going to get Chef Ronnie Schwant uh, telling you about a lot of his new menu items in his own words. going to go inside one of their shift meetings. Uh, also coming up, we have Kendra Corrales of Dolce Panavino in Rancho Santa Fe. Uh, she's going to be in here for the chef interview, the main ingredient. But like we do every week, we're going to welcome Joe Herman, the leader of the Farmer's Market team here at Specialty Produce. And Joe, what's been happening in the Farmer's Market today? All right, Nick. Um, up at the market, we're starting to see more things from fall trickle in. Uh, things like cauliflower, romanesco, broccoli spigarello, specifically the spigarello from Florabella Farms and Wiser Far- Family Farms. Now, broccoli spigarello, uh, that's something I haven't really worked. That's like a young broccoli or like a leafy broccoli? Yeah, it's like a leafy relative to the broccoli, and it's it can come like a flat leaf or a curly leaf, and it's got like a pretty like robust... Um, broccoli flavor but you can it's a it's a hearty green you can you know braise it out you can saute it you can use it for a filling you can do lots of things like that um so that's what's happening up in the market some of the new things are coming in as we we're still in the full effects of a fall uh the same thing persimmons pears apples that's all there but more specifically i kind of wanted to talk about the farms down here in san diego that are offering different styles of things, more subtropical fruits and things like that. So Subtropical. Now, that's super cool. You wouldn't think of San Diego as a tropical region, but we actually have farms around here that are growing a lot of tropical fruits, huh? Absolutely, yeah. Um, We have a lot of uh, dragon fruit coming from Wallace Farms and Tony Doe. He's a a local guy that supplies us with a lot of dragon fruit. Wallace Farms has like 12 different varieties of dragon fruit. Like, really great, like, red, magenta, deep colors. Uh, a lot of them have different, like, acid levels. Maybe they're a little more sour or tart. Um, so that's pretty interesting. Uh, I had the opportunity to go up to Three Nuts Farm. That's mm-hmm. in Vista. And they are, like, you know, the, the, the kings of the tropical uh, varieties in San Diego. They have everything from jackfruit, starfruit, uh, like, 15 different types of guavas. Um got to try some jujubes, which uh, some people refer to as jujubes, but I think jujubes is the correct correct pronunciation. Um, And they're really interesting, and they do a lot of things with them up there. Uh, Specifically, they'll dry them out, Mm -hmm. and they'll use them for their medicinal properties. But to talk about them, they're a little brown, nut-looking thing that's maybe speckled with a little uh, green and yellow when it's not ripe, and then it goes to full brown. They kind of eat like an apple, but it's like crisp and airy. Um, but they have a lot of medicinal properties, high in vitamin C. Go for when, it. when you say they dry them, uh, are they drying them whole or they slice they're, them? Is it like a dehydrator? Is it air dried? They're drying them whole and they do have like a seed inside that's uh, inedible or hard. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, Eloise um, Kennard, that's her name. It's Dan and Eloise Kennard. They, they're the owners of the farm and they maintain it. Uh, she yeah drops it in her tea. Um, she says it helps regulate br- blood pressure and they're high in vitamin C. So... Um, it's just good for that. And so are they, the, what, wasn't, you mentioned another name from earlier. 
Was it uh, uh, Chinese date? Chinese date. Sometimes okay. Korean date, I believe. Yeah. There's a there's over 400 varieties of them, so they're all from that part of the world. And I also saw some passion fruit in there too. Yes, lots of passion fruit here in San Diego. Tons of passion fruit. Yeah, super delicious stuff. I mean, we got it. I mean, I had a high school kid that offered. Uh, we bought 300 pounds off of him. Yeah, yeah, just so he could make some money. But yeah, <laughs> high school farming. Right. Awesome. Well, cool, Joe. Thanks for that recap. Uh, sounds like everything's going strong with the fall stuff, the pears, the apples, the persimmons. Definitely check those out. we got subtropicals coming in, and then, of course, citrus season right around the corner. Well, this week, Brandy Reynolds is with us again. Brandy has been out on that farmer's market truck, out selling farm fresh produce to the chefs. And I know you're going to talk about a pretty big event that happened this weekend. Yeah, so this last weekend was Celebrate the Craft at the Logitory Pines, mm-hmm. and some of our chefs from the route were there. Uh, Chef Kelly from the Lodge is there, and we've been helping her get her stuff together for this week. She made a brassica and gruyere pie, which I learned is a cauliflower broccoli family word. Brassica. Yeah, I thought it was like meat or something, yeah. <laughs> but I had to Chef Google it <laughs> to figure out what it was. And so it's a broccoli and cauliflower pie? No, yeah, so it's broccoli, cauliflower, or the word brassica comes from the mustard family. Uh-huh. So it actually incorporates mustard and broccoli's cauliflowers and cabbages. So kind of like a savory... Like almost like a hearty, like Russian winter pie. <laughs> and so uh, like a like a standard pie crust around it? Yeah. Or... yeah, and like roasted carrots all around it looks really good. Oozing oh. gruyere out of it looks delicious. Whoa, yeah, there you go. Pie crust and gruyere. <laughs> yeah. uh, you got a winning combo right there, that's for <laughs> sure. Well, cool. What else was going on? Uh, Jason Ibb was also there mm-hmm. from 910, and he did a curry crab toast with pomegranate seeds, bringing that fall out, but also had to add his own touch with coconut milk and duca. Which is a spice I've seen around a lot. Induka. Is yeah. it Induka or Duka? Duka, just with a D. Just with just yeah. Duka. It's an Egyptian spice. Never heard of it. It's got all kinds of stuff in it, nuts, seeds, and a bunch of dried spices. Sounds like it'd be an awesome pairing with curry. Yeah. And coconut. There we mm-hmm. go. Wow, super delicious. What a cool event. That is the Celebrate the Craft that happened just a couple days ago at the Lodge of Torrey Pines. Definitely one of the events that chefs go all out for uh, every year. To, you know, it's really showing off what they can do. It's what, what, such a cool event. Awesome, Brandy. Thank you. All right. Well, that's going to do it for the Farmer's Market Report. All right. It's time for the premiere of a brand new segment here on the Dine Local San Diego podcast. It's called The Shift Meeting, where we take you inside behind the scenes of a restaurant where a chef in his or her own words are telling you about brand new menu items and we're going to take you right on location to Maritalia this week. It's where Chef Ronnie Schwan is running out a bunch of new dishes. Uh, we, as a Dine Local team, got to go there this week, and I got the stuff for the shift meeting. But I also brought along the rest of the team. Ashley Brophy was with me. Uh, and Ashley, what else did we do for restaurants with the Dine Local SD team? So we gave Maritalia the full multimedia blitz we took a lot of great images that you can find on our Instagram at DineLocalSD. Those will also be featured in our newsletter that comes out every Thursday. You can sign up for that newsletter on www.DineLocalSD.com. There you can find all this information about new menus, things happening, happy hours. We also got some footage for our Jumbotron. Our Jumbotron is inside our warehouse, and you get to view what's going on in a restaurant while you shop around where some of your favorite chefs shop. So we did everything. We got a lot of good footage. We got a lot of good pictures, and we were just so happy to be there and really explore Chef Ronnie's new menu, and we were so excited to share that with our viewers. So check us out, Facebook, Instagram, our website, as well as 
our Jumbotron if you're in the area and want to stop by our warehouse. And of course, always give our podcast a listen. All right. Thanks so much, Ashley. Uh, I'm going to actually, I have a couple pictures that I snapped of this event too. You can follow, look for them at the Dine Local SD podcast hashtag. Uh, I'm posting all things related to the show under that one. So without any further ado, in his own words, Chef Ronnie Schwan of Maritalia. So we have our stuffed local calamari uh, with spicy crab. Uh, on the bottom is a salad of frigola, arugula, and lemon juice. Um, this is cal- uh, calamari from Kalyan Offshore. Okay. It's awesome. Thank you, Chef. Thank you. Uh, so we have a whole roasted cauliflower uh, with whipped feta, extra virgin olive oil, and a roasted garlic vinaigrette. That looks amazing. Enjoy. Thank you, Chef. I had that, so I had a, a similar dish like that in New Orleans. Um, I went to a place, I can't remember the name of it. Um, and anyways, I went there and we're sitting at the bar and the bar is upstairs, so downstairs we're looking. And every table had this whole roasted cauliflower. And I'm like, what is going on? So we sat down and the server was like, you got to try the cauliflower. And we got it. It was outstanding. Yeah. So it was one of the ones that I wanted to try to kind of recreate here and hopefully be one of those uh, dishes that everybody has. It looks great. Brand new dish hitting the menu tomorrow. So we have a sweet potato agnolotti. Uh, the dough is made out of brown butter. Bottom we have a celery, kale, and endive uh, saute. Toasted pecans and a cider reduction at the bottom. Enjoy. Thank you, Chef. So, um, so the last pasta dish is a bucatini al amachachana, which is a spicy tomato sauce that has pancetta um, and chili flake in there, pecorino, and just garnish with some basil. Enjoy. Thank you, Chef. All right, everybody, welcome back. It's that time. It's the main ingredient. We have Chef Kendra Corrales of Dolce Panavino. Uh, that's up in Rancho Santa Fe. And I was looking at their website, and the first thing I noticed from there, it said, farm-to-table ingredients are pure inspiration for our California Italian cuisine. And I think a lot of restaurants say that, but I've got a chef next to me who actually lives that. Uh, everybody on the farmer's market team just raves about her passion and uh, getting in the truck and tasting everything. Chef Kendra, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So let's talk about um, Dolce Panavino. Uh, you guys are up there in kind of the Rancho Santa Fe area of Villa de Valle. Yeah, kind of the border of Fairbanks and Rancho Santa Fe, right near the post office there. So and, east of Del Mar. And you've been there for 10 years. Coming up on our 10th year, yes. And you've been like a local favorite, like the secret like local cheer spot. Yeah, that's what they are. Our love. Regulars call us their local cheers, so it's a nice feeling. <laughs> and, and I know that this year we're kind of trying to branch out a little bit. So you guys have been doing a little bit more events. Like uh, I think you did the Taste of Rancho Santa Fe like a week ago and you, or two weeks ago, and that had like 700 people or something ridiculous like yeah, that. Yeah, you know, they I think they're in their sixth year this year. Um, it's grown quite a bit. Last year they sold roughly around 200 tickets. This year went to over 720. Mm-hmm. So it's really, you know, branching out in the community. So it's nice to get out there a little more to people that aren't as familiar with us in the area, to bring in some new guests and let us experience what we do. Awesome. Okay, so let's talk about your menu a little bit. Um, I noticed it was kind of broken into four different segments. You've got antipasta, small plates, salads, flatbreads, and entrees. Uh, tell me about some staples on that menu. You know, things that we do, we are Italian at heart. Mm-hmm. And then we just kind of California local fresh, you know, whatever is going to be 
freshest that week. We make fresh pastas in-house. We strive from local markets, local farms, which is really nice. So kind of whatever plays in that week. Like I said, you know, fresh pastas, you know, flatbreads, you know, whatever we can get our hands on. It's fresh. It's good. Yeah. So tell me uh, about like, uh, you know, your creative process when you, because everybody talks about how you dive into the truck. Now, yeah, do, I love it. do you, and so do you have something like in mind when you get into that truck or are you like tasting and then working from there? It's a little bit of both. So um, I kind of call Thursdays my therapy Thursdays because when that truck comes, it just it gets me really excited. I want to see what's new on it. I want to see, you know, something that may have been there the week before doesn't taste the same as it did a week prior or this week, you know? So keep tasting the same products and, and really finding when it's the right part of the season for you to use it in yeah. your application. That's cool. It's pretty phenomenal, actually, to me, um, that how much the produce changes on a weekly basis. Uh-huh. You know, like apple season right now. The same apples that have been there for the last couple of weeks, every week they taste different. Yeah. That's my favorite thing. I get out there, I jump on that truck cut and taste it's you know there's nothing like being able to taste right before you buy it and cook it and give it over to the guest yeah you know so it's just you know it's really inspiring to be able to just create something that is picked the day before or two days before and it's brought to the restaurant and i you know put it in our wood-fired oven and just give it a little heat and get it right out to the customer you know that's awesome you know be able to turn around that inspiration right and translate it to a plate i think that's just you know the coolest experience for again your clientele who come who can come in there and know that they can get a quality something a staple that they love on the menu, but then still be able to experience your creative, you know, expression of finding the absolute freshest ingredients and putting them on a plate in front of them. Let's talk a little bit about equipment. I know you mentioned wood fire oven there, so you're not a traditional kitchen with like six burners and a couple convection ovens. Oh, no. What do you have in your kitchen? We have the Woodstone wood-fired oven, uh-huh. and that's 98% of our cooking. I have a couple little inductions that we'll do our soups and stocks and sauces on and whatnot, but it's all coming out of there, so it lends a different element to the food. You know, it gives a little bit of a, you know, smoky, rustic flavor. Mm-hmm. So something that's made there is not going to taste the same as when you take it home and make it. Sure. It has that extra little, you know, earthy, wood-fired element. Well, so. and talk about being ahead of the trend. I mean, you guys have been doing that for 10 years now. Coming and, up on our 10th year. Yeah, and so that's, you know, wood fire has been such a recent trend and a lot of wood fire concepts coming out, and you guys have been well ahead of the game for years now. That's always what we've done, you mm. know. It's all what we've known at Dolce, you know. So bring that wood fired oven in there and start with a small menu, you know, a couple sandwiches and a couple flatbreads to full-blown all of our entrees come out of there, you know, the cedar plank salmon, the wood roasted vegetables. It just, you know, it's a different element. It's a different, we we'll call it kind of the beast. You know, I can't just go and put it in the oven and expect it to come out an exact way. It's always a temperature variable. It's not just set the temperature and walk away. Yeah. It's very hands-on. Always keep an eye on it. Well, you know, you're really employing all of your senses, too, when you're cooking. You know, it's it's the smell. It's the sight. It's the, you know, you hear the, the heat at like, you know, really caramelizing something or wood popping in in that oven. And, that, yeah. and it really, you know, requires your focus as a chef to adjust your technique each time because, you know, you've got this variable element that is, you know, a log of wood. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've been there 
little over eight years, and it still just always kind of keeps you on your toes. Mm-hmm. You put something in, you blink for a second, walk away, and it's it's gone. You know, <laughs> and we average you know six fifty seven hundred degrees. Oh wow! On a constant basis. So. Well, that's how you get all the, and so you guys do pizzas there too. Yes. And you know, for for me, when I think about pizza, it's got to have the the crunch, the chew. And the crispiness to it, you know, if it doesn't have the, that common and the only way you can get that is by a screaming hot oven yeah. cooking right on the stone. And I mean, that's just where you get character from with a pizza. Yeah, absolutely. You know, start with great stuff. You know, we make our pizza dough on a daily basis and that nice, thin, crispy, crunchy crust. It's great. Yeah. Sounds delicious. Yeah. Well, Kendra, thank you so much for coming in today. Um, Really appreciate you swinging by. You're the again the chef of Dolce Pan e Vino, and that is up in <laughs> where we where we say the location was. I I, I call it like the Via del Valle corridor. It's east of Del Mar. East of Del Mar. Take there we Via go. Via del Valle inland, about four miles, and nice little hidden spot in there. Take yeah. care. Of and it. delicious farm to table ingredients. Again, a chef that's not just saying it; she's actually living it. And Everybody on the farmer's market team raves about, again, your enthusiasm and how you just get in that truck and no holds barred. So I'm just excited about jumping on there and seeing what's new from the farmers that week and different ingredients that I've never seen, you know, and it's exciting for me to introduce that, you know, to our staff and to the customers, you know, just check out this new thing that I just found. Yeah. And then, you know, that's where I think a lot of time as a cook or a chef, you know, that's one of the biggest satisfaction that you actually, and the biggest, you know, uh, sense of accomplishment that you get is when you find inspiration in an ingredient and are able to translate that into an experience for somebody else. Yeah. And I just, you know, I can tell just spending a couple minutes here talking to you that you're awesome at that. Yeah, it's, I, I love it. That's a, my favorite part about it is when I find something new and I get to share it with somebody else mm-hmm. and to see them enjoy it and get excited about the food the way I feel about it. It just, you know, it's why we do what we do. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's great. All right, that's going to do it for us, guys. That is the Dine Local San Diego podcast for this week. We'll see you again next week. The Specialty Produce app is the world's number one handheld resource on produce. The app features photographs, recipes, geography and history, taste and culinary applications on over 1,900 produce items. From apples to zapote, we've got your produce questions answered. Our app is available for both iPhone and Android. Download our app for free today.